1: Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blenderhead. Blender HD. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. And this is the show where we go over a little bit about what, what happened last night. Go over the NBA slate from last night. That was a shit show, right? It was. It was. We'll talk about it. And then we'll try to figure out what the hell we're going to do from there because there's no slate today for NBA. It's the all-star break, right? We don't get We get the all-star game on Sunday. And that, that there's a showdown slate for that, I guess. So you could play that. There's MMA tomorrow, right? I think NHL or something going on. And we'll be back with the NBA on Wednesday, but I'm still here answering your strategy questions. You know that uh, you see me in the YouTube chat, right? I see all you guys here, Already Home, Lee Palm, Rob F., Max Coach, Card Fan, Shane Newman, Dan, Daniel Hutchins, Gerald Miller, all these guys in the YouTube chat. Hit that thumbs up button. Give me those dummy thumbs for the, for the apple juice. Keeping it cold, keeping it cold today. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my day. I'm going to just keep on drinking apple juice, whatever. Be glad that I don't have to make NBA lineups for the next five days. I'm getting, I'm getting burned down. I want MLB to start. I don't want this garbage. Paul George dizzy 20 seconds before the lock. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks a lot. Clippers. I managed, I managed to actually get him out of my fan duel lineup. Uh, because I was, I was just playing cash yesterday. I was, I'm just done. I'm done. I knew, I knew shenanigans were going to happen. I'm not doing a hundred lineups. I'm not even doing five lineups. I just do a cash lineup in each site. I actually did very well. Did very well yesterday. Obviously, if you didn't have uh, Paul George in your lineup on Fanduel, you almost, you almost, you almost had to have cash. He was like sixty to seventy percent owned in most contests, and uh, I, I managed to get him out. I had him on my app. I didn't even know if he was going to be if, if I was going to end up with that because it was like 30 seconds to lock. And I'm like, OK, let's just take him out and put anyone in. I put Tyrese Halliburton in, even though he even though he's injured, but just not Paul George was that first game locked. So I took him out and then I pressed enter and I had like 250 lineups. So it just it just goes with the little little status bar thing. Going, oh, it's working. It's working. It's working. It's work. And then seven o'clock hits and it's still like. Working and working and working and working and working and working. And then it comes back. It's like error. Like you retry. can't swap. Guy's already started. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Really? I did this. I I got it in. I pressed the button. I got it in. And then then everything turns to live. And then I go to the live section and my lineups are gone. They're just gone. Just they're not even there. So I'm like, okay, I don't even know what happened now. Then I go on the website, go on the desktop site. My lineups are still gone. I like just uh, it shows the contest, but it didn't show, doesn't show the lineups. So I don't even know who's in my lineup. And then it's getting it's ten minutes later, and still I can't see my lineups because I like I still want to switch people out for the seven thirty lock. Then eventually, like seven twelve, I see the lineups loaded finally, and it's it's not with Paul George. I it all came in. I'm like, okay, thank you, thank you. And then I got my I switched around my stuff. I got SGA in there. Switch whatever, whatever I needed around and uh, and did well. The Yahoo, I didn't get him out. Yeah, uh, Yahoo, I didn't get him out yet. I still won because he was like 60% owned. DK wasn't as owned, but he still was owned uh, 20, 20-ish percent. But like yesterday on, on uh, go down to the results. Yeah, sweep, right? See, look, a 55% return on Yahoo with the zero. DraftKings. Forty three percent return, and then yeah, and then a FanDuel, obviously, because I'm playing all these cash games, and everyone like seventy percent of people have Paul George in there, so that worked out. But it's frustrating, yeah. Obviously, it worked out, I guess. For I mean, I even if I had Paul George in, I think I still would have ended up cashing. A lot of people cashed regardless because he was just so high owned with the zero. But uh, very, very, very frustrating because last night was just it was nuts. It was nuts with the, the Derek Rose, he's out but now Peyton is in. Payton and Nicolino, okay, they're going to play. Then then Zion, Zion, oh, he's out and Reddick's out also, okay, he's out. Then we get uh the, the Bam, the Butler's in but Bam's out. Okay, and then the, the, the Jeremy Grant was ruled out and then then the Warriors it's in the beginning of the day it's like Curry's out, Green's out and then we got Oubre's out. And then Kerr put out a starting lineup, and he's like, I don't know what what's going to happen. Because you think in terms of all those guys out, you go, oh, this is going to benef- benefit Wanamaker and Bazemore, right? Because Bazemore is going to start for Oubre, and Wanamaker is going to start for Curry. And then the Warriors lineup comes out, and it's none of those guys. Nico Mannion is starting. Nico Mannion and Damian Lee and Juan Toscano Anderson and James Wiseman and some other guy. Who, who else started? I don't know. I don't remember. So it's like, oh, they, oh they're going to play off the bench. No, I, I, I got Wanamaker out immediately. I said, nah, I'm not going to trust this crap. We could see a lot of sharp players. You know, they, they switched all of their Wanamaker. Some still at RBX still at 22%. There you go. And then here's Nico Mannion. There you go. Take advantage of late swap. Nico Mannion was 12% owned. Wanamaker was 25% owned. Do people not pay attention? I don't know. Baysmore. 21% owned. But most, but most got based around. Most got based Toscano Anderson. Okay, that I can understand. Right? Toscano Anderson. But like Wiseman, like where's, where's Wiseman? Wiseman was only 8% owned. Yeah, but some, but yeah, you see some late swaps here. Right? Heavy late swapping. Damian Lee even. Right? Some late swaps over there. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Right, he was cheap because uh, with uh, Redick out and Zion out, I mean, basically the second unit they'll they'll run more three guard lineups, so he'll get time. He did well at four percent, not so slate. And then obviously, uh, if could you have gotten, and uh, you would have thought with PG with with uh, with Paul George out, oh oh, I need to get Kawhi in, but it, like Kawhi barely played. I mean, so it's, so you see, Rinpak, he he was able to jam in a whole ton of Kawhi but he only got 31 points. So like you got screwed, you got screwed twice, right? So if you played Paul George, you got a zero. And then if you were, if you were able to jam in as much Kawhi as possible, you got screwed because he only got 31 points. So Clippers screwed everyone all the way around. Did anyone score well for the Clippers? I think Abaka barely played also. He had a, like a good first half and then just Zubac played the rest of the way. Well, Clippers did do well. Did Batum do well? Did anyone do a 25? Okay, that's not like whatever. Did Reggie Jackson, 19? Who did well for the Clippers? Or maybe Zubac was the only one. Yeah, 33.75. And he was probably under under 4K. RBX had him in like one lineup. Everyone else was just nothing. But that was that, that's yesterday. Chaos. How did you handle the chaos yesterday? How did you handle the chaos in the YouTube chat? Ronald Coley says, was it a negative EV decision to play George last night in gBps Not as his ownership, right? Not that, right. A zero at 70% ownership is, uh, is typically not good. Right. At least get some leverage on your zero. Right. Right. It was, it was so quick. Like he was, he was, he was scratched. Like the news came out literally 60 seconds before lock. Like that, that's, that's when like a beat reporter report, like, that's when it was reported. So it has to take from 60 seconds. Then you have like RG having to re- write the notification out and then sending it. And then you seeing it and then you being able to switch. I mean, like, like, dude, like, that's why I have tweet deck open on my screen. Like I have my NBA basketball list. So I see that stuff as close to immediate as possible. And I see that and I had the, the first, my first reaction was, I know I have Paul George on FanDuel. And I play the most volume on FanDuel in cash. So my first reaction is, let me get, I don't care about my DK. My DK lineup didn't have George and didn't have Kawhi, didn't have anyone from the early games. So like, if for some reason Kawhi, I need to play, who cares? My first priority is to get the zero out of my lineup. So go to FanDuel and do that. And then I did, I forgot that I also had him on on Yahoo. But my first thing was go to FanDuel, get him out. Imagine if you had 150 liners, people were having CSV upload problems. I saw it all over the place. I don't know how they handled that. See, I, I don't mind like, like as far as like refunds or anything like that, like that's just the name of the game. That's just what happens. But if you if your site is buggy, like if you submitted before seven o'clock and you got an error message, then no, then, then FanDuel should do something. Then their site was down. You couldn't load the lineups. It was ridiculous. Right, people are complaining even in the chat, right. It's slow, it doesn't add. It doesn't refresh, it locks, it gives you an error message. has a lot of bugs. You're right, it does. But my first reaction was to go to the app, not to go to the website. Because I typically do most of the quick things I do on the app. The website, I don't use that often. Oh, Kawhi got into foul trouble. Okay, that's the reason why he, he barely played. Okay. And he bricked like eight straight shots. Okay, so it happens. Right? It happens. Okay. D Blizz, D Bills. You can ask whatever you want today. There's no slate. Okay. There's no slate today. We're, we're, there's the all star break. We're on vacation. Even Devin's on vacation. We have Eli. We have Eli in, in, behind the glass. That's what they call it in the, in the biz, right? If there was glass, I mean, it's very thick glass between Louisville and Nashville. It's a, it's a lot of glass, but he's, he's behind the scenes now so you can't even tell the fact that you can't even tell who's producing the show shows how, how good Eli's doing but he's behind he's behind the glass so you could uh, ask whatever you want we could talk about anything uh, the floor is open right today and then Monday and Tuesday like what's there to talk about whatever you want this may not even be an hour show right I, I could like leave in two minutes if I want right what else could we talk about but D bills asks about taxes okay it's a, I have to say the disclosure before I answer this question is I'm not a tax professional. This is no way legal advice or whatever I have to say, disclaimer wise, go see it. Go see an accountant. Not me. How much taxes do you pay on big wins percentage wise? I know it differs between states, but I'm curious. Well, you get a 1099 from the sites of your net profit at the end of the year. So if you win fifty thousand, but you lost forty thousand in the process, you're going to get a ten ninety nine for ten thousand. And it's like if you get if you got paid like an independent contractor, it's a ten ninety nine misc form. So you get that, and you pay whatever whatever tax bracket you're in and self employment tax on that. So that would you know you you put it in other income. That would be the simplest way to do so but there there depending on your tax status you could have a put it on your schedule c or schedule d depending if you're if you're playing as a business versus a hobby versus expenses if you you could run it through an s corporation or an llc you could do there's a lot the, depending on on your tax status it'll it'll matter but you're just going to pay ordinary income tax most 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 people will just be paying ordinary income tax on their net profit So there, there you go. There's, 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 there's that advice is that, should I be, I follow my own taxes. Now my, I have an account that files my business taxes, but my personal taxes, I I just file myself. Okay. Let's go through the YouTube chat. Alex Santi asks, what type of MLB content do you wish there were more of on RG? We have a ton, we have a ton of it. More of, do we need more? Do we really need more? How much content do we need? I don't need that. I mean, personally, I don't need that much content. I think we do plenty for, for MLB. We have Cheese's premium column. That's a million words every day. Derek Hardy's bat projections, best in the industry. Got the morning grind the day before, which it, it's actually like the morning grind is useful for MLB. I'm not saying it's not useful for NBA, but you're like, it's a first look. You need stuff changes so much. You're gonna let you're gonna listen to to analysis from like ten o'clock the night before on an NBA slate. Yes, it's nice to to get apprised in the morning. What's going on? But I mean, a lot of the information you just have to throw out the window by by the end. Same. I mean, look, I do it at eleven o'clock in the morning, and it doesn't matter. We look at yesterday. We talked a lot about Ty Jerome and Cam Johnson, and that didn't. were they even they necessary? Were they even on anyone's radar anymore by six o'clock with all the crap that happened? Of course not. MLB doesn't change that much. Occasionally you'll get the, I don't know the starting picture for this team tomorrow. They haven't announced it yet, but for the most part, like it's, it's going to hold up enough. So I don't know. I don't know what other MLB content, what, what MLB content would you want to see? I would, the, the thing I would like to see in results DB is the, the stacks. That's one thing that we don't have in results DB, which it matters much more for MLB. Because I'm going to be going through slates where I'm just going to show, I have to show individual players. And obviously you could gain a sense of what the stacks were from the exposure. Oh, look, uh, Bellinger and Muncie. And okay, that's obviously a Dodger stack. I just like to see the, st- the ability to pull out stacks in results DB. Is that MLB content? I don't know. Okay. Free copyright music says, which is not his real name, obviously. Are we able to play the All Star game like usual? Yeah, it's a it's a showdown contest, right? It's just a, like any other NBA showdown. Greg R asks, "Do you run bad projections in cash like you do with NBA projections?" And will I be tracking? Yes, I didn't do it last year. I was playing whatever I wanted to play, right? But now that I'm doing it for basketball, I said, "Why not do it for baseball?" So yes. So this, this this cash game tracker sheet, that's why I made tabs on the bottom. I don't know if you can see it on the bottom. So it just says NBA 2021. So I don't have to make a separate spreadsheet. So just like, here's my NBA, and then I'll add to MLB, and I'll do the same exact thing. I'll probably, I'll probably start with a $20,000 bankroll, bankroll, and do it the same exact way. And play three sites and diversify and everything. Do it for that. I'm still going to play GPPs, obviously, but this will be just for cash because we see right now, like it's this is a lot of volatility. The VIX, the VIX of cash games, very high. VIX is like at the probably at this looks like the VIX is more like 28 or so, maybe 30, right? Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, a little down, up, up, down, down, down up, 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 back and forth, right? These are decent sized wins and loses, right? But still. Not bad right now. $18,589 at the All-Star break. 8%, 8 8.7% daily ROI. Yeah, down on FanDuel. Down on DraftKings, sure. Way up on FanDuel and doing pretty well on on Yahoo. This is the diversification of that. I'm hoping it's all green at the end of the year. I I, I don't even care if it's all green. I care about the money. give Give me the money. Give me the most amount of money. If I happen to get it all from FanDuel, then I get it all from FanDuel. Who cares? That's my attitude. I don't care. I don't care where I get it from. Some nights it's on DraftKings. Some nights it's on FanDuel. Some nights it's on Yahoo. Sometimes it's on two of the three. Sometimes it's three of the three. Last night was a good night. So last night, what? Because this is what, like, there was a sweeping loss. And the sweeping loss was like $2,500. But the sweeping win, this was like a $2,700 win. So that's why. That's why this graph is like just like ding dong ding dong ding dong, right? A lot of volatility. Let's see. Go through the YouTube chat. Uh, you have to you for for these shows without slates. Like I, I could only go as far as you answering you you asking the questions. If you you're not, you're not if you're not going to type anything, the show's going to be over. Okay, so just just to let you know that that's kind of kind of kind of the way it's going to be for Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's just a matter of, you, you have to let me know. Rob B, do you look into WOBA, WRC Plus, or just let the model do that? I just let the it's all in there. If it's relevant and predictive, the model will take care of it. So And weight it appropriately. So no, I don't like, say I, I tell people all the time, especially in baseball, which is a lot of stats, right? MLB, there's tons of stats. I look at none of it. No idea. I don't know what the records of the teams are. I don't know. the. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the Sierra of a pitcher or, any, I mean, yeah. obviously I'm in the industry. I hear content. I, I mean, yes, I managed to, to see what's going on, but I mean, I, I'm i not researching that stuff. It's like the, everything will be in the model. Just give me, give me the range of outcomes. Give me the median. Give me the range of outcomes. I'm, I'm good. That, that's all I need. All right. Joe Wheeler's here with even more tax advice. If you make enough, run it through an S corporation and cut yourself a W two. You can take the rest as a shareholder distributions, assuming you have the big, right. The K one. That's what I do. But you you should see an accountant for that, and you're gonna have to obviously. I I I, I think you have ten days for your I I don't know I don't know when it passes the S corp election. Like if you haven't formed an S corporation, I think I think you're dead by now. I think you have to do it for next year or something, something like this. I'm not not a disclaimer. I'm not a tax person. Don't, don't take anything I say is as real. I have to whatever legally say that. Uh, But yes. So I, that's how I run it. So I, I'm able to, I treat DFS and everything I do DFS wise as a business. I run it through an S corporation. I pay myself via W2, a salary and the rest as a K1 Income, you know, investment distribution. Still, to play, still, I mean, uh, you're you're not getting out of paying self-employment tax. It's just that you're paying payroll tax as your business. So, I mean, you're not you're not saving anything on on. You're not really saving that much. You just you're, you're able to take a little bit more expenses as part of your business, and uh, you have a W two. Like my my attitude is, uh, when you have a W two, like no no one you know no one looks at you funny. So if you have to get a mortgage or something, if you have to have income verification. W-2 income is is so much better than being self-employed and having a whole bunch of 1099s. So, so that, that's the main reason why I do it. The, 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 the tax savings is not, is not dramatic, right? At all, or it, it doesn't matter that much. People are asking tax task, task questions in the YouTube chat. John Moxley says, you often mention that DFS is a math game. Can you expound upon that? Uh, everything I do expounds upon it. I have a 15 hour audio class that expounds upon it. Get it. Go get the theory of daily fantasy sports, theoryofdfs.com. That's how I can expand, expound on it. Everything I talk about is math based. 15 hours. You have me in your pocket, so go pick it up. All I talk about is projections and leverage and correlation and numbers and. I don't talk about like who, who's going to do well, who's going to slam, who's going to smash. I have no idea. All I do is have a model that shows the probabilities of these things happening. And can I put together a people in a lineup with the relative value versus the field that has me a better chance of winning first place or whatever, whatever place in the contest, cash games, somewhere in the middle. But yeah, go, go, go pick up the audio course theory of DFS.com. Greg R asks for MLB, what kind of allocation are you looking for? Yeah. About the same Sixty. 30, I mean, yeah, there's more variance in MLB, but I mean, my, my diversification is, is, is meant for variance. I try to get at, at least more than more than half of my volume cash volume in head to heads smooth out the variance there somewhere around 30% or so in double ups, 30, 35, whatever. The biggest, smallest stakes, double ups I could find. And then 5% or whatever in triple ups and above. Triple ups, double ups, small single entry contests, you know, GPPs, something like that. And depending, depending on the action that day, sometimes the, the head-to-head lobby is, you know, booming. It's like, okay, now I could, if I had a choice, I would fill more head-to-head volume than anything else. The problem is, is that depending on the slate and, you know, the time of year, a lot of times that action is not good. Like, yes, I can get my, you're right. I can play as much head to head action as I want, but it's going to be against other sharp players, right? If I have a choice, I'm not going to play 109s against Muck Lovin or Empire Maker or something like that. I'll, I'll play, I'll play $25 double ups instead. Okay going through the youtube chat michael Linglefeld who says are you playing today's slate what slate is there today there's no slate today they're not playing basketball today there's no slate what slate are we talking about what else is going on i don't even know nhl maybe that what's going on i've never played nhl dfs people are at joe wheeler is apparently a tax person and, and he's doing all your taxes in the YouTube chat." Carson Pierre-Louis says, do you think correlation in NBA is weak? I don't think, I know. Mathematically, it is weak. Yes. Now, Rob B is shining. This has become tax time in the YouTube chat. Okay, that's fine. I'm learning stuff. Good, it's it's a good thing. If you're paying taxes on your DFS winnings, that's a good good problem to have, right? 90 plus percent of people don't make money playing DFS. They lose money. So the fact that you're paying taxes Consider that a blessing. Do you have a certain RGV that you will not go below or a certain smash percentage you're not go below when building lineups? No, whatever the lineup say. Remember, it's not about players. It's about lineups. It depends on the slate. Sometimes there's a lot of value. Yesterday, there's a ton of value. Sometimes there's not a lot of value. You're probably on a slate with a ton of value. You're not playing guys that have plus minuses of minus six, right? You're probably not playing guys with smash percentages of three. When there's tons of options, you're probably not on a nine-game slate. The smaller's a four-game slate, and there's no value, and everyone's overpriced. Yeah, most likely. Well, how else are you going to make lineups? Greg R asks, "How big are the single entry double ups for MLB? Same as NBA, around a thousand or so? Yeah, I think so. But I'm saying not. You don't have to just play the big, big ones. You could play the 124-man, 62-man." As opposed to the 11, like the 11 mans have lower rake, but a lot of times it's the same, it's the same sharks. It's the same, you're playing against the same 10 people. So I'll take the little, I'll take the extra 2% in rake to find softer opponents if I can. But of course, if I look into 11 man and I see six idiots in there, you know, no badgers or something, then yeah, sure, I'm jumping in. Right, Joe Wheeler's a CPA. He's, he's He's the official CPA of the YouTube chat. No, he's just, he says he's a CPA. I don't know. Take, take that with a grain of salt, right? Do I even have to say that? Don't even take, don't even take tax advice from the guy in the chat room, right? David R says, Blender, thanks for all you do. If you have any investment finance questions during my study, I got you, my man. Are you an investment or a financial advisor? What should I do today? Should I Should I panic sell everything? Stock market's down, right? Oh, oh! I'm getting notifications. Oh, this is down. That's down. This is down. Everything's down. I'm getting notifications. Oh, because I have notifications like when it hits like 5% up or down. Like that's down 5%. How much did I lose today in the stock market? It'll go back up. Jeez. Things are getting killed. What's going on? I may lose more today than I won yesterday in the DFS. thing is that like like i'm not i'm not i'm not trading options or anything these are these are actual these are actual equities these companies aren't going to zero right right that that that, that's the difference like options you could just like they expire worthless or if you put doing puts i mean you end up owing like a million a million dollars doing that no i'm buying actual companies like they're not they're not going to zero What's the worst thing that happened? You wait three years for it to recover? Okay, fine, whatever. I'm a buy and hold investor. Who cares? Ronald Coley says, I was seeing a lot of people posting screenshots of Paul George's ownership changing after lock on FanDuel. Is there any chance that this is true? No. Why would, I don't know. Why would it change? The 10 minutes after lock, I couldn't even load my lineups, Right. Fanduel's site was down. CSV uploads were were disabled, or they couldn't. Be, people getting errors. So who knows? The whole site was was screwed up for like ten minutes. So maybe then maybe the numbers screwed up. Who knows? I could I couldn't even see anything. So I don't even know. Right, anchor Mel Hotra says this is the time to reinvest in the stocks that you like. That's right. That's exactly what I've been doing. Right. While I'm on the show, I'm thinking about. You no, know, because I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a buy and hold guy. I'm a see I'm a see you in twenty years guy. I'm at least a see you in five years guy. People are people are panic selling. People, oh, the sky is falling. Like, good then, the, the, your stocks are on sale, right? <laughs> Go pick them up. Pick them up as a discount. If you like them so much for ten to twenty years from now, then then, then you should you should like them better at ten percent less. That's exactly what I do. Right. Max Coach says it was probably the lag reaction that Blender mentioned earlier as FanDuel updated the people that did get PG out of their lineups. Who knows? Who knows what was happening on FanDuel last night? Alex Santi says I'm a C in an hour guy with stocks. Well, if you're day trading and stuff like that, you just care about volatility. Who cares? If you're a technical, technical analysis type of person, right? You're going in, you're going out, you're going in, you're going out. Me personally, I, I'm, I'm the same thing with like the optimal cash lineup on roto grinders. Like if you can't beat that return, then there's no point in spending all your time going buy here, sell there, buy here, there, 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 doing that stuff. Like, dude, can I just can I just buy VOO? Can I buy VTI or something and just like hold it for 15 years and have more money? Okay, then there, there. I don't have to do anything, thanks. Right? If, they, if I can't beat the S&P 500, Over a 20 year period of trading like this every day, what's the point in doing it? So, yeah, so that I I always say, I've said on the theory of DFS podcast that I'm looking to make the most amount of money for the least amount of time, not time this time, like, oh, I need to triple my money in two days. I'm talking about time investment into how much equity, sweat equity that I have to do. So, I view it the same as cash games in, in DFS. If it takes me 30 seconds to make a cash lineup and I can make X return on it, well, if I'm going to spend two hours on it, I got to, how much more money do I make? If I can't make more money, then I shouldn't be spending the time. But I view the same thing with the stock market. Keith Carruth asks, what's the best tool to project value? Huh? More often than not, my studs are duds. Well, just use projections. What the best tool? Go. Go sign up for Roto Grinders, Roto Grinders Premium. Click on the link in the description. You get $10 off your first month and just use the projections. There you go. You're done. What tool? There. Projection model. Build your own if you want. If you don't, you just pay for one. That's that's good. That's the main reason. I can build my own model. I can. I could do it. Is it going to be as good as for baseball? Is it going to be good as good as the bat? No, of course not. So what? I paid for the bat, right? So why not just do that? It saves me all the time. I just use money to, to save all that time, right? The NBA projections that we have take me who knows how long to build a model that's as good as that. So why 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 should I spend my time doing it when I can just pay? right pay 40 bucks a month and then okay it's taken care of almost it feels like too it's too cheap like this would take me hundreds of hours to to back test and regress and do all the crap learn to some of the programming to do it as well as what it is so why bother why i'll just pay for it it's like uber right well, you could take the bus, and it'll be cheaper. But it's like, no, I'm paying. I'm paying ten bucks instead of three bucks, so I get home in ten minutes and not forty five minutes because of the bus transfer on buses or something. Right? You're paying for convenience. Uh, let's see. Carson Pierre Louis said the opposite. No, well, you, well, your statement is the opposite of what I'm saying. People should spend more time on research. And less time on building lineups, and I go, no, that's that's the complete opposite. People should spend less time on research and more time on building lineups. It's the opposite. You know how, how you know how much time I spend on research? Research? Can I say zero? Can I? I mean, is it, it's close to zero? I spend no, almost no time on on re, what what research do I have to do? I have projections; they're done. What, what research is there? It's already been done for me. So all my time is spent building lineups, strategizing, visualizing lineups, thinking about ownership, thinking about where the field's going to go. Oh, this guy got scratched. How much ownership is going to move here? What's that going to do to constructions? What contests am I playing? Those are the types of things. Lineup construction, strategies for that, that's what you should be spending most of your time on. Research, who cares? I don't even have to know what teams are playing. That's what you have projections for. They do all that work for you. Let's see. Max Coach One says, I take the beginning ownership projections and then I monitor how they change through the day up until luck. I have five different data points. Okay, you you could monitor that. Because remember, early last morning, when we, yesterday's show, we were talking about Ty Jerome being thirty percent owned, because there was like no value, and he was getting minutes for the Thunder, and Horford was out. Like, what was ta- what did Ty Jerome even end up getting owned? Ty Jerome was ten percent, okay, but still, yeah. But once all this other news comes out, once you're once you're jamming in Sv and you could play Josh Hart, and you could play all the Warriors guys. And Kelly O'Linick and Precious Achille, if you wanted to do that guy, like, that's where ownership bled out from, from Ty Jerome. But you should have known that already. You should have known. You should have known. Okay, how old is Ty Jerome going to be? Probably not not that high. Not that high anymore. But still, if you wanted to play Ty Jerome at 10% ownership while everyone's playing Ken Bazemore at 25%, I think that's good. What did Jerome even put up? He didn't do well. Five points. <laughs> yeah, but baseball really put up, what, seven seven and a, seven and seven three quarters? So it didn't matter. But that's what you do. Like, like why Why should Svee be 41% owned on a nine-game slate? Probably over-owned. You could have played tons of other people instead. I mean, even the Warriors guys were, were less owned than Svee. He was the earliest valet. Look at Wanamaker. Wanamaker didn't start and still ended up being 25% owned. People don't move. People don't late swap. So even though Ty Jerome under, obviously, underperformed Brad Wanamaker, it's probably a better play in relative value terms to play Jerome over Wanamaker than two and a half times the ownership for no apparent, for no reason. Other than... We all knew Curry was going to be out and we thought Wanamaker would start and play 30 plus minutes. That didn't happen, but it's not like it didn't happen out of the blue. You saw the starting lineup. You have to know that his range of outcomes is now going to be much wider and much more likely that he's not going to be playing 30 plus minutes. Kai Roach says was profitable last night, despite 60% PG, Right. I would Paul George and Yahoo and still make money because it was 60% owned in most of my cash games, right? Like Yahoo. Yahoo's down here. Yeah. 55% made 400 bucks. Like FanDuel was just a layup. I mean, FanDuel, like once, once, once I got George out of my lineup, I would eventually, like that was easy. I mean, if I, if I, if I lost on FanDuel without Paul George in my lineup at 60, 70% owned, Maybe I need to quit the FS or something. I don't know. There have got to be some people that didn't cash with Paul G- with, with, without Paul George in the lineup. Got to be. I don't understand this question, Ronald. How are you deciding whether or not something is more likely to happen? Isn't that circumventing the projections in a way? No. I don't even understand that question. The probability is in the projections. Right? We have a smash percentage. That's a probability. This guy's 38% chance. This has 23% chance. This has 17% chance. All the medians are 50th percentile outcomes. These are all, all projections are probabilities. So obviously I can see what's more likely to happen than less likely to happen. Alex Santi is playing whoever he wants because you can play whoever you want. Buy whatever stock you want. Pay whatever tax you want. Right? Pay whatever. Just who cares? Make it up. Right? This is not tax or financial advice. Right? I have to say that. I think I have to say that. Do we got any more questions before we get out of here? It's it's casual Friday. It's it's casual. There's no slate today, Friday. We got Eli behind the glass. Getting some experience. Got an active YouTube chat. Hopefully everyone everyone now knows how to pay their taxes. Right? You pay it on April 15th. Right? You can file an extension. You could file October 15th, but then you still owe the money on April 15th. I believe. I believe that's how it works. Whatever. Druid27 asks, generally how quick does RG update projections after news? A couple of minutes. It depends on whether or not it was expected or not. We have what's called what-if projections. And you can even view them, the what-if projections. So if we know that a guy is questionable. Like we know, like, Oh, Jimmy Butler may be out today or Russell Westbrook may be resting today. What the projections team will do was make a set of projections. It wouldn't currently be in there, but they would make a set of wizards projections without Westbrook. So that if it happens, they have it ready. So usually those types of updates happen within two or three minutes. But it went like the Warriors stuff yesterday. Who knows? There's now new line, and now they have to change all the minutes. That that could take that could take up to 10 minutes. But the starting line pressures at Shua wasn't starting, and Olinux started for the heat, right? That could take a couple of minutes. But they get updated. Oh, D oh, DJ Johnson is here. Yeah, I know. I saw. I saw, I saw DJ. won 80K last night at NBA. You've been doing well the past couple of months. Took down the big $88 contest on DK. Playing Jordan Poole, yeah. Right, what was he owned? Jordan Poole was 0.8% owned. JK 123 had him, 37 points. Right, Wanamaker and Bazemore, who didn't start. They were 25 plus percent owned. Jordan Poole, who Steve Kerr even said, like, we're going to play Jordan Poole a lot. Like, then no one played. (laughs) <laughs> he gets there so he got there okay you take a shot you play wherever you want and you got there it's perfectly fine oh Cairo says uh, lol locks in 18 minutes do we got it we got a league of legends slate coming up get your lineups in get your lineups in what else is today there's got to be stump stuff i'm not playing today i don't know what the hell is going on pga showdown i guess right that's going on that's, that's going on right Let's see what's going on. I'm looking on Twitter. I'm looking, what, what's going, what, what are we doing today? I don't know, soccer tomorrow morning. Okay, you can play soccer, EPL. I'll be, I'll be in the lobby. I have some head-to-heads posted in the to You want to pre, play Premier League soccer? 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern tomorrow? I'll be there. We got some NASCAR, I guess. Okay, NASCAR is coming. We got stuff, right? Go da- Go dabble. Dabble in some other sports you normally don't play. See what happens over the weekend. And we'll come back Monday to talk about something. I'll just be answering your questions. What what we'll go over the All-Star game slate. I get maybe. Maybe. Is that gonna matter? LeBron versus Durant. That slate. Who knows? Who knows what we're gonna do? But I'll be here. That's 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 the that's the thing that we have. That's the agreement. Monday through Fridays. I'm I'm here. 11 o'clock in the morning. Always. For you guys, you guys in the YouTube chat, hit the thumbs up button on your way out the door and I'll see you on Monday for another edition of the DFS pregame show here on rotogrinders.com.